स्पाइस रेडियो रेडियो प्रोग्राम है आज के हमारे इस कार्यक्रम में आपको ये बता दें कि बाहर बदली छाई हुई है और एक्चुअली इट्स हेज फ्रॉम ऑल द फायर्स उसके बारे में भी आगे चल के बात करेंगे लेकिन आज मंगलवार का दिन है एंड ऑफकोर्स थर्टीन ऑफ सेप्टेम्बर आज के हमारे गपशप के कार्यक्रम में वो सभी बातें जो आज आपकी नज़रों में अटकेंगी और दिन में समाएं समाएंगी ओके दैट वन वाज अ लिटिल बिट ऑफ अ मेस ऑलराइट सो दिस इज द टाइप ऑफ प्रोग्राम इट्स गोइंग टू बी टुडे so uh, i'm so sorry i i blame the fires i exactly. think it's the haze it's the yeah. haze it's the haze clouded huh? my mind no no don't apologize you should you forgot to put on the my mic okay so don't blame yourself okay <laughs> yeah but mic wasn't gone and you came on and uh, so yeah okay i apologize so let's just let's just start and say why are you here maya what what do you mean <laughs> I'm here for the news. Okay, all right then. Okay. What is the news? Um, well, what I think is kind of important is uh, we... uh, hold on for a second. Time out. Okay. No thinking. Okay. You just give the news. Okay. okay. Well, um Justin Trudeau did say today that um the Queen Elizabeth funeral will be marked in Canada with a national holiday. National holiday. Yes. And he's going to pay everyone. I don't know. It's not a statutory holiday though, oh, right? So a lot of people, not businesses usually, are asking they're asking like, "No, we want a we want a statutory holiday. We want to watch it one of the year. We want to have a day off and get paid for it." Mm. But a lot of businesses are saying, "No, we're not doing that." Right? And then he did uh, we do know that it will end up coming down to each province if it ah. is decided, and then each province will have to decide whether they want that holiday to happen or not. In British Columbia, do you know how many holidays we have? How many holidays? Okay, I'll, 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 uh, I'll Are these statutory holidays? Yes. Okay. In BC. In so BC. they get paid. They, they get a day off and they get paid for. Yeah, that. I know. I sign those checks. Yes. <laughs> Every <laughs> month. <laughs> so New York New Year's Day is a uh, holiday. Family Day in February. Um Good Friday in April. Victoria Day in May. Canada Day in July. British Columbia Day in August 1st, Labor Day in September 3rd or September 5th this year, Thanksgiving in October 10th, uh Remembrance Day November 11th and uh Christmas Day 20 So there's only March and June? No. So March. there is no holiday in June. There's no holiday in June. Yeah. March is there a holiday? Yep, March has got sometimes it So has. you mean we have 11 start holidays? How many? I counted 10 but 10. I might have been wrong. Okay. There are 10. Okay. There are 10 statutory holidays, not 11. Right. So we have 10 holidays. Mm-hmm. We can go for the 11th one. There are many provinces that do have 11 days. Right. And then we have five uh sickness days. Five sickness days for 4% sure. 4% vacation pay. 4 4% vacation pay. Mm. So you know, I mean for a business, it's bleed bleed and extra bleed. <laughs> So sure. so do you, what do you think okay now personally what do you feel Well I like the fact that we do have a day off pretty much once a month right like it's nice um but I don't know I feel like I know Canada does come under like the queen and you know we do appreciate her and you know everything that she's done um but I don't know I mean do we still need that holiday here in Canada Okay so this is out to all our listeners if you feel like calling us 
604-280-1200 or 604-299-8863. Do you want a holiday? Well, from I want a holiday, but it doesn't have to be the Queen's holiday. And I don't think, you see, countries like Canada and Australia, I, I wonder how long they will have the royal yeah. family. You know, I was listening the, to the news the head of the, as the head of state yeah. for much, I'm in Scotland, all these developed countries, because yes, there was a legacy, but I think uh, Elizabeth, Queen Elizabeth had a big role in it. And, you know, she's the longest reigning monarch mm -hmm. and female. Mm -hmm. And she's one person who has kept her opinions to herself and has, you know, so there's a great deal of respect for her. And even there, there are going to be a lot of countries who are actually going to challenge that. Do they really want the, you know, the, the, a monarch as the head of state, uh, you know, especially the British monarch? Uh, there so are many, many Commonwealth countries that have eliminated that. Yes, yes. And uh, out of all the countries, I think, as you mentioned earlier, Canada and Australia are the only two countries that do have um, British monarch as the head of state. Scotland? Well, Scotland is considered to be within the United Kingdom. Yeah, they don't want to be. Exactly. Well, speaking okay. of the Queen, I feel like I've been on, since she's passed, I've been on like Instagram or TikTok, and I see a lot of South Asians, or especially Indians, um, hating on people for posting about the Queen or yeah. talking about the Queen. I have noticed that right? too. Yes. What? What? Because, like, she was an oppressor, or she... Yeah, her, yeah. her yes, her whole... Rain her whole was. family, her whole yeah. reign was. Yeah. But uh, her, she herself wasn't. Yeah. And uh, there's something that I read, which I that really opened my eyes after seeing it, was with people that are posting about it aren't posting, oh, she did such a great job, everything she did in her life, of everything her family has done, like, great. No, they're saying, holy cow, the queen just died. Like, she's all we've known our entire lives, and she has passed away. And it's a big deal, even if it's something that they don't support or they don't support the monarchy or whatever. It's still a huge thing in all of our lives because she was, you know, like we've talked about it before. Yeah, yeah. she was always there and yeah. she's all we know. Well, the thing is not even about knowing. She is the longest reigning monarch in the history of the world, mm -hmm. right? So it's, 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 it's an event. It's an era that has gone by. Yeah. Uh, personally, the British ruled India. And, uh, you know, uh, the only thing I can say good that they have got such a huge Indian population there to teach them a lesson <laughs> <laughs> what happens when you rule <laughs> or you you know they they have this saying the sun never sets on the British Empire and they are responsible for slavery for taking over you know the, the atrocities that have been done under the British Empire have been huge but then again um, as an Indian well I, I don't have anything nice to say mm -hmm. but as a woman this woman did rule um, or stayed out of power. You know, that's the hardest thing to do. That's right. To have that power, to be a monarch and never express your own personal opinions. Or, I mean, uh, the, the king right now, um, Prince, no, Charles, Charles, the, Charles III. III, I mean, he's very opinionated, mm -hmm. right? And that, that does uh, influence. But she has, I mean, I've seen movies about her, not that I'm, you know, uh, but it is still something. There was a woman who reigned as the uh, queen, of England and for many years for 70 years yeah and for many years to come after that they're going to be all male uh, monarchs in mm -hmm. England yeah well it's it's like you know unless Georgie Poggi has a daughter 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 
Well, 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 I actually question: Will the monarchy continue in in in, in England as well? Right. You know, right, because right. it is a changing, uh, it is a changing world, and uh, well, wherever there have been kings and queens, they've retained themselves as king and queen, but they are not head of the state. Yeah, and they are not. Uh, nobody really talks about no. them. No, you know, there are lots of. Uh, I think there are a few European countries that have kings That's and queens, right. but nobody even knows their names. <laughs> no. I mean, I personally don't know their no. names. Uh, yeah, these people have managed to stay in the news and. Um, you know, I don't know, endear themselves to their population, not necessarily to anyone else, but uh, uh, yeah. 100%. Yeah. All right. I, I wanted to talk about uh, people, you know, our program is going to be about inflation as well today. Interest rates, inflations, investments, Anita. Yes, sure. So I was thinking, you know, prior to that, if you're looking for a job and a decent job and a job that pays well, and you, uh, you have been involved in the hospitality industry, especially a restaurant uh, industry, then there is a job for you, but you must have at least four to five years of experience. And uh, write down this telephone number down. I'll give it to you in the program as well again. It's 604-720-4627. If you are looking for restaurant manager Iske alava, um, number ek bar physically, J604 720 4627. Iske saath saath, I have a question about if you have a restaurant, you will have to say that you have to say that you have to Having said that, if you don't write number, please do feel free to call us and we'll give you the number again. 604-720-4627, restaurant manager, servers, and kitchen help. And it's a good paying job. We'll take a short commercial break and then Ms. Delacorti will be talking to us about inflation, Interests, rates, and your investments. Spice Radio or Radio Ramjam Sundra, Gap Shapka program hai. Anita Dalakoti at studios me hai. Or Pishadino say, I'm dekrehe hai, teen char mahino se ki hamari interest rates badrehe. Ever since Bank of Canada ke nai bank manager aye hai, unone 1.75% rate badhadia hai. So, iskavatla biehua ki java borrow karenge paise, to wo bi manga hoka. Right, Anita? Am I... Uh, Absolutely, but it's not months. only 1.7. How is that possible? No, f- no. in the past two months, mm-hmm. three months, he has raised it by 1.75%. Uh, more. He Just two, three days ago, they raised it another 75 No, that point. was the 75 I'm counting. And then prior to that, a full percentage you okay. raised, right? So th- those are the two that I'm counting. 1.75%. Prior to that, he raised the rates three times at 0. 0.25, 0. 0.25, 0. 0.25. Right. Okay? Yes. So we are sitting at seven po- three point some odd percent off. So if people are going to be borrowing money, Bank of Canada ke rate ke upar, regular banks apna rate dalte hain. 
Prime rate, the borrowing and lending rate. तो उस rate पे जब हम कुछ घर वगैरह खरीदते हैं या कोई चीज़ खरीदते हैं so we'll be paying at that rate. My silly question to you is कि अगर interest rates बढ़ गए हैं तो जो savings लोगों की होती हैं उनके भी interest rate बढ़ेंगे So see one of the basic things is that in interest rates why have they risen क्यों बढ़े हैं वो इसलिए बढ़े हैं क्योंकि inflation बहुत बढ़ गया है तो अगर आप अगर इन्फ्लेशन छः परसेंट है मान लो तो यानी कि इसका ये मतलब है पहले आप ब्रेड एक डॉलर का खरीदते थे अभी एक डॉलर छः का खरीद रहे हो तो जब आप इंटरेस्ट रेट बढ़ाते हो तो यू आर कीपिंग कीपिंग द लेवल यू नो यू यू ब्रिंग पैरिटी विद वॉट यूर अर्निंग राइट सो इफ यू डोंट रेज द इंटरेस्ट रेट वी आर इन दिस विपिन हम दो दो हजार आठ से अब तक वी वर एट टू परसेंट वन परसेंट इंटरेस्ट रेट इवन प्राइम वॉज एट टू पॉइंट टू परसेंट वेन दिस होल थिंग स्टार्टेड यू नो प्राइम टूडे इज फाइव पॉइंट फोर फाइव परसेंट दैट इज वॉट यू बोरो से हमारे सेविंग्स बढ़ेंगे अगर आपके सेविंग्स बैंक अकाउंट में हैं तो हाँ टेक्निकली तो बढ़ेंगे क्योंकि मान लो वो आपको अभी पाँच परसेंट इंटरेस्ट दे रहे हैं सेविंग्स अकाउंट में आई मीन जीआईसी में यू लॉक इट अप जीआईसी में सिर्फ एक परसेंट देते थे अब क्या नहीं अभी नहीं नहीं एक्चुअली जीआईसीज़ में देर आर सम अकाउंट्स वेयर यू नो फॉर बिजनेस अकाउंट्स वेयर यू पुट मनी देयर मैन्यू लाइफ इज गिविंग अप टू थ्री परसेंट अच्छा विदाउट लॉकिंग इट अप ओके अगर आप लॉकअप करो इट गोज राइट अप फ्रॉम फोर फोर पॉइंट के आसपास एक्चुअली फोर आई एव सीन इज द हाइस्ट बट यू हैव टू लॉक योर मनी अप That means आप निकाल नहीं सकते हाँ और दूसरी बात अगर रेट्स बढ़ जाते हैं तो आपके वहीं पे रहेंगे नहीं तो क्या होता है कि रेट्स इसलिए बढ़ा रहे हैं ताकि इन्फ्लेशन नीचे आ जाए ताकि लोग कम खर्च करें इन खर्च राइट नाउ ओके दैट इज द इकोनॉमी हाँ अगर आप खर्च करोगे तो इकोनॉमी चलेगी एंड देन सो फार दैट्स वॉट्स बिन हैपनिंग Because interest rates were very low, हाँ. so what people do? ना हमने कहा बैंक से डालने का क्या फायदा? Right. तो they started investing in mutual funds right. in the market where there is more chance of get the risk is That's higher. Right. Yeah, but the, but the returns are higher. Yeah. And they had this history of over a decade where they were making more money. Right. Now a conservative person will say, "Yeah, I'm losing five percent. I'm losing ten percent because right. you know I've got my money in the market. So अच्छा कि मैं fixed deposit में डाल दूँ, bank को दे दूँ, right?" Yes, you can do that, but again, you know that you're going to be locking your money up, and us chakkar me. What happens is, uh, when inflation comes down, your interest rates will also come down, oh. right? I expect again. I might be completely wrong. My reading of the situation is that by next year they will. So the Bank of Canada's main job is to keep a balance, and it's a very tricky thing right now because in Canada. Remember when the interest rates rise? Like I was paying on some of my variable mortgages, I was paying like two point two five percent. Now I'm paying five point four five percent. Yeah. If it's at prime or more. Yeah. Or maybe little less. You know, prime minus twenty basis points, five point two percent. That's right. So I can tell you what had happened in my case. Right. It's actually very interesting. So about a year ago, I yeah. looked at my accounts and I had two fixed. Uh, Um, rates right. they were fixed they right. were fixed at 3.19 and 3.49 okay maine kaha ye to bahut uncha hai you know and my uh, my uh, line of credit was at prime it was at 2.45 right right so what i did is and i had lots of room there i said lo yaar 
2.45 से वील बोरो एंड आई जस्ट पे डाउन दिस फिक्स्ड ऑफ 3.19 एंड 3.45 राइट सो आई डिड दैट आई टुक आउट 200,000 फ्रॉम वन अकाउंट एंड आई पेड डाउन दिस इंटरेस्ट्स बिकॉज़ दे वर टेक्निकली स्टिल हायर नथिंग बेटर टू डू मैंने कहा कर लेते हैं राइट guess what happens about a week ago i had forgotten about all this a week ago i look at it i go into my td bank and i'm like what my line of credit now which is based on prime is 5.45% holy mac and i got 200000 that i've taken out to pay down the lower fixed rates of 3.19 so and you 3.49. are so you are at the losing end at the moment yeah i am so what i did and so so you know you got to be involved in what you're where you're spending your money right. otherwise go you know you've got to basically find a balance so what i did i was overpaying because i said if i i was required for the 3.9% i was required to pay only 200 dollars a month or something or whatever it was right mm. it's a smaller amount mm. so i was paying 800 dollars mm. so the only way to mitigate my loss right now was to go back to paying minimum Hmm. take that because i'm already used to paying down take yeah. that extra 600 and pay it towards my line of credit wow wow right you understood yes. so the line I of credit understand. because it's 200000 at yes. the highest percentage That's now right. right so you'll have to take that so i have to pay down that fast yeah. so either i take a lump sum of money which i don't have yeah to pay it down or i make changes in my uh, uh, you borrowing know borrowing so so if you look at it so i went when i called the TD um guy and he said well i can offer you prime minus 2% or, or sorry 25 basis points or something yeah. like that yeah. right so that means i can take out that 200000 from my line of credit right. and take a third mortgage right on a fixed rate right at 5.5 say, say says 5% right right now how does that help me because i have to lock it in for 3 years yeah. right now in 3 years i know that interest rates well i hope or i think or i visualize that interest rates will come, will come down. down yes so now i'm locked at 5% <laughs> <laughs> so it was not good and from not good it went to maybe little bad and now it's bad well the thing is so people are wondering what listeners need to know what do you do now there are a lot of people who have taken a prime rate mm. right some were lucky some had prime minus 1 or mm. prime minus 2 right depending when their mortgage renewed right so don't make any drastic changes right that's now that's right you know it Wait. is rapidly increasing there are i think two or three more announcements this year from bank of canada uh i remember when i came here in 2000 uh, interest rates were 5% i think yeah right yeah we are already at 5.45% that's right and he's got three more announcements to make so he will take it up to maybe 6 he could take half. it he could take it yeah but uh if he doesn't it's only because he can see inflation coming down mm. but one has to be prepared for that so when i say money inflation uh so basically you know the same thing you you bought the bread for $1 you're getting 6% but the bread is costing $1.06 right so you are going nowhere no at least you're not losing money so so that answers my question about inflation interest rates and investments right so one of the things we've got to remember is that you know you need some help speak to your bankers speak to your financial advisors take a look at the whole picture so would it be uh, so people who've got their interest rates very very low and now they are rising because 
in Canada, that's the other thing. In BC, right. especially, yeah. our our economy is heavily tied to uh, real estate as well. Yeah. Most people have, when you're borrowing money at 2.25%, yeah. you do tend to overextend yourself and you know, if you, you, you go buy a second property uh, and now uh, you know, you're used to paying a certain amount. So what's going to happen is that amount doesn't change, mm. or at least you can speak to the bank to make sure that that amount doesn't change. Mm. So if you're used to paying $2,000 every month, It'll be two thousand, but previously, say one thousand was interest, one thousand was principal. Now it'll be one thousand five hundred interest and five hundred principal. Right. So it'll just take you longer to pay off. To pay off, and that doesn't happen with everybody. No. So some people are going to be forced to sell. Yeah. Right. Because they they don't have enough equity, uh, they've overextended themselves, and that's going to be another problem. Right. that the Bank of Canada has to look into and be very careful when they're raising interest rates because a lot of our wealth is tied into real estate in BC especially, Vancouver area and all this. And Toronto. And Toronto, yeah, yeah. all the major metro- metropolises. We're talking to Anita Dalakuti. If you have any questions, um, give us a call at 604-280-1200, 604-299-8863. Or our telephone numbers will take a very short commercial break and we'll be right back. Spice Radio or Radio Rim Jim Sunray, you have a program. Anita Dalakoti is with us. And we're talking about uh, inflation or interest or interest rates, investments. Okay, so when you have to pay for money, you have to pay for money. Now you have to pay for money. So, how would you, what is the best way of taking out the money? So you know what happens is that there is, um, all of us, there's a certain age where we are accumulating money. That's the accumulation phase, right? So you right. get the young people, we encourage them, Acha, you know, RRSP mein paise dalo, ah. TFSA mein paise dalo, open account mein paise dalo, taki jab aap retire karoge, to aapke paas paise honge. Now there are certain things that are guaranteed for life. Right. Like CPP. Yes. Canada Pension Plan, right? You have that, you know that if you have worked and you've earned a certain amount, you will get that money. OAS is guaranteed. You can claim OAS at the age of 65. Okay. So, so you, when we say, so, and you know, we're talking accumulation phase, you accumulate as much as you can if you're a good investor, right? But the deaccumulation phase, people think, haha, I've done all that. Now what next? You can just take out money from anywhere. Well, there is a very tax-efficient way to take money out. Okay. And that is the key thing to remember. If you take money out willy-nilly, huh. you will be paying a lot of taxes that you don't necessarily need to pay. Okay. So, Can uh, you explain that? Yeah, I will. So, for example, uh, take an average person, and, uh, you know, they've, got a, they've had a decent job. They've ranged from 50 to almost $80,000 a year right. in income. They, they did their little RSPs. They did their TFSAs. They, they have a pension plan then they have CPP. So you've got these different buckets of money that one, you know, some financial advisor told you to create these buckets and keep just filling them in as much as you can to yeah. the best of your ability. So Abhi now most like for example I have retirees who've come to me and you know they've done a great job all from their perspective, their lifestyle. And now the question is, where do I take my money out from first? Should I take out my TFSA? Mm. Uh, you know, so there are three phases in retirement mm. as well. The initial phase, mm. you're young enough to go travel, enjoy, play ga- golf, move around. Right. Then, you know, things become a little difficult. 
you know, traveling becomes a pain in the butt. I mean, you'd love to, but it's still you've got to think twice before you go traveling or you need a companion or something like that. And then, of course, there's a latter stage in life where you're spending most of your time at home. So your age and your lifestyle plays a mm. huge role. Mm-hmm. But from a tax perspective, so usually in the earlier years, you will be spending money on traveling and, I don't know, enjoying your life because you still have, you know, the 65s are the new, well, 50s. 50s or 45s 45s, or whatever. Exactly. (laughs) (laughs) So life has changed, right? Because when they even planned this whole thing about retiring at 65, people were living till about 68, 70, 72, 75, right? So there was not a lot of planning to be done. Now you have a lot of planning, especially if you're planning to retire at 65. Right. You could go right up to 95. I mean, it's becoming so common now, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. So you have to plan for whatever savings you've had, whatever the government will give you. Right. So certain things you'll get, uh, as I said, CPP and OAS, right? Depending on how much you made. So it could range from, you know, uh, six, seven hundred combined to about eighteen hundred combined. Right. Because of how much you worked, how much you earned. Right. So when we start looking at deaccumulation phase, uh, we need to look at what tax bracket we fall in. Remember, you always have this pet peeve about RRSPs. RRSPs Right. Right? I still have that. Yes. But again, I still have the same explanation that right. your RRSP has grown faster because you didn't have to pay taxes. If you tax, right? Then you couldn't have invested it. If you had to give $10, then it would go. So you have $10 and you don't even have to pay taxes on it. So the RSP grows faster. And you can manipulate in your retirement, if you're lucky enough, how much taxes to pay by withdrawing from the right pools. Okay. You know, that is the crux of the matter. You have that you can take the money out if you're lucky you can, can manipulate it, can, yes. Everybody don't, doesn't know how to manipulate it. And so many people don't have to be lucky that they have a lot of money here, they are coming from here, they are coming from here, they are coming from here, so they have to give us a little bit. So look, the thing you have to remove, you have no choice. If you are 71, you have to remove the money from RRSP. Right? 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 No matter how much you have to do it, you have to do it. Yes, not all. And that is the government decides that the minimum is not going to do it. What is the whole aim of the government? They gave you 40 years to accumulate this tax free. Now, the, the next 10, 15 years, they want you to take it out so that they can collect tax from you. Right? So, your RRSP, you have no control over after the age of 71. Okay. Your CPP, you have no control. It will no. come. Yeah. So either if you make too much money, then they'll claw back the CPP. That's right. milega come. Yes. So the whole idea, my job would be so that you get the best of all worlds. Right? You know, to put it out. So there are certain things you can't uh, non-negotiable. Hmm. So what you might want to do, so there are people who have you know, smaller lifestyles but large savings in RRSP. Huh. I would start deaccumulating RRSPs. Dire dire, right yeah. from the beginning. Don't wait till 75 and you're forced to do it. Right. right. So, ha, tax to pay karna padega. But then, so 
the deaccumulation phase is for your own lifestyle and if you've got a lot of money it is for leaving behind to your kids or your favorite charity or whatever so let me ask you this question maybe it'll explain uh, my resentment towards rrsps and it'll make me feel better ki mere ko nahi resent karna chahiye so say for example jab hum paise dalte hain rrsps mein we get uh, a rebate right kuch hame milta hai ha ha aapko us paise pe tax nahi dena padta hai ha I've taken line four. Okay, I, I'm gonna ask. So, uh, Spice Radio, hi caller, how are you? I'm good, thank you. So you have a question? Yeah, I have a question. Uh, my friend have a son, and he's an orphan and receiving money from government. Do you know when it's gonna like can stop? You have a son, and he's an orphan. A friend. a friend. Oh, friend. Oh, I see. Um, is he a minor? Right now, he he's sixteen. Uh, right. So usually, um, I don't know under what kind of uh, benefits he's having because the, he could have several benefits. Uh, because he's an orphan, maybe, um, you know, I don't know. His parents had CPPs and EIs and, and all us. Sorry, CPP accumulated, or also just because you know there are government subsidies, but. generally speaking they support you till you're an adult 18 or 19 but you know this is a very specific question so unless i see what uh, benefits he's getting i wouldn't know when they are going to end okay uh, and if he starts working if he's if he starts working working yeah no but yeah. still the benefits will still be there uh, at least till he's an adult i'm assuming uh, i can only visualize what those benefits are uh, if he starts working then yes uh, he will if he's if he's able bodied and he's not disabled then most benefits will end by time they are unless he starts going to school uh, university and you know there then he might get some other benefits but if he starts working it's a lot of these benefits are income related Caller, do you have paper and pencil? I'll ask Anita to give her telephone number out, and uh, you can give it to the young guy, and he can figure it out with Anita. Can I call you back her number? Yes, for sure. Thank you so much. Thank you. Okay. So my question was that when you are contributing to RRSP, say for example, I've contributed five thousand dollars in one year. Mm-hmm. the government is going to give me a um not a rebate what is it no, called no 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 tax tax deferred so 5000 dollars pe kitna tax deferred hota hai 30% it depends aap kaun se tax bracket mein ho okay say i am in the highest tax bracket you're in the highest tax bracket yeah so uh, what happens is again it'll average out to being about 30%, 30%. because we have a graded tax system exactly yeah so so 30% maine bachaya haan ji theek hai So I have used that thirty percent, and now I am seventy-five years old. I need to take that money out. Right. In fact, at the age of seventy, I should have started taking the money out. Okay. If at age of seventy I took out five thousand dollars, would I still be paying thirty percent? No. So the question here is that at the age of seventy, what other income do you have? No other income except from my OAS uh, and OAS, CPP. Yeah. Yes. You you probably will hardly pay any taxes. 
because OAS and CPP, again, unless you were working at the highest bracket, right. you would get about seven, eight hundred, or small load, bara so. Bara so dollar dono ko milake. So, you know, there's a certain amount of money that we don't have to pay taxes on. I think right, six thousand dollars or something. No, no, it's more. Right, okay. It's more. I'm not an accountant, but yeah. I, I remember it's, it's it's higher than thirteen, fourteen thousand dollars. Hmm. But so, usme to aapko tax nahi dena padega. Right. So, uska aage aata hai, you'll be at the lowest tax bracket. So, the ah. tax will be very little. You saved. 5,000 at the 30% tax bracket. And now when you're taking out that 5,000 from the TFSA, and if this is where I say if you if you can manipulate your income, yes. you can uh, you can take it out, you know, in such a way that you pay when you have low income. So that's exactly what you were saying. Exactly. Manipulating okay. your income. Okay. And, you know, there's a good chance that you, when you were contributing, you were at the highest tax bracket. And when you're getting back, you're at the highest tax bracket. Yes. Then so, obviously it cuts out. Yeah. No, it doesn't cut out. It's still better. Why? Because money that you didn't pay, you didn't pay that 30%. You you use that money to grow. So if I give you, is, isn't there a difference than, so say I give you $1 uh, every month, and then I'm able to give you $1.30 every month, which will grow faster. $1.30. So then it's growing faster. Tax bracket is the same, no? Yeah. Percentage-wise. You use that money to grow faster. So I believe that even if you don't believe in RRSP, just and you're making high income, just do it. Okay, so I understood it when it was I was making more money, and then when I was not making enough money, I was taking out that money. So I benefited from it. Yes, so you I did. like that. Yes, you benefited from it when you took it out, especially if you didn't have income. And the whole idea behind the RRSP is that when you are not working, you're making less income, mm -hmm. right? So you can choose. So you can choose to take out your RSP and just have your CPP and OAS and RRSP money coming in, right. and save all the other things that you've saved and let it be there, like the TFSA, the open accounts. Leave it there, right? Till you exhaust your RRSP. So again, you you want to make sure that because if you have a sudden death, the RRSP will literally come into as your income. estate as yeah. income, the yeah. whole amount. So if you say you have a very good uh, RRSP portfolio, you've accumulated $800,000, $400,000 the government Gaya. will take. Gaya. Oh. Bhi but, you know, it's a loss for estate planning purposes. Right. Okay, so we've got a caller on uh, line four. Line four, go ahead. Oh, hi. I have a question for Anita Dalakoti. Can I ask? Yes, please. Okay. Hi, Anita. Yes. If you don't have money from RRSP, then you tax to give tax. Yes. जिन्होंने so if you are generally going to be earning money all the time, then you can, you know, you can start taking out your RRSP depending on how much, what percentage of your savings is RRSP. Suppose person is um, not working full time, just part time or huh. few hours then. Huh. So then if you're only working part time and a few hours and you're making less income, you can, and if the person is married, you can combine it with your husband's income and manipulate it in such a way that you, you are in the lower, lowest tax bracket. So, so one of the things with RRSP we also do is we have spousal RRSP because mm. some, some people, one of the spouses stays at home to look after the child, whether it's the man or the female. And so 
the earning member is collecting RRSP. He's right. making a lot of money. Mm-hmm. And then he comes into the highest tax bracket because when he retires and he wants to take out money, he it's only his, it's coming under his income. But if he had shared that RRSP, even though he was the one earning, he was the one working, if he contributed an, into a spousal RRSP in his wife's name, then what would happen is both the RRSP levels would grow together. Uh-huh. And so say you accumulate 100,000. Now it'll be 50 in each person's name. Right. The tax bracket when you take the money out is lower. Right. right? Otherwise, it would be 100,000 in one person's name. And the amount he has to take out is higher. Because remember, at 71, the government mandates how much you have to take out. Oh, okay. Right? There is a percentage calculation and they have like uh, basically they have a minimum that you have to take out. So it's important that when you're doing RRSP, taking out, if you can control when and if you've got a lot of RRSP, you must sort of think of depleting the RRSP first. Even if it means paying a little taxes, then take that money out. If you don't want it, put it into a TFSA or put it into an open account, which has more favorable taxation. RRSP's taxation is the worst. So in deaccumulation phases, you must look into how much, what percentage of your money is lying in RSP, what percentage is lying in uh, TFSA, what percentage is lying in open accounts, non-registered, right? So that is, TFSA is the best, but again, there are a lot of people who've maximized their TFSA. You said TFSA is the best, right? Well, because you're not paying taxes, right? When you're taking it out. So it's the best tool for retirement, for estate planning, for uh, those people who will have more money than they will use during their lifetime. And TFSA allows you to also, so say you've got a really good retirement package, but uh, you basically want a little more income because you want to go and, I don't know, buy a boat or you know start mm-hmm. skiing or something. Mm-hmm. And you don't want to pay that extra income by taking, it more, taking out more money from your RRSPs. Then you just take it out of your TFSA. It won't affect your income. Thank you very much. Thank You're you. welcome. Thank you. Those were good questions. We've got another caller. Yes. Spice Radio, hello. Hello. I had a question um, for life insurance. So if yes. up to what age can I, uh, do I have to put in for life insurance? Well, it depends. Uh, in life insurance, you can have uh, payments for a lifetime. You can keep paying, you know, till you pass away. Then you have plans where you can pay them off in 20 years. And then it'll still grow. Um, then you can have plans which pay off in 10 years. So it depends what kind of a life insurance product you have bought. Life insurance has actually become a very sophisticated financial tool uh, if it's used correctly. So depending on what insurance policy do you have. No, I'm actually looking into getting life insurance, and I just want to know the pros and cons for it before I... uh, Caller, do you have paper and pencil? Do you want to write Anita's number down? Yeah. yeah, Anita, give your telephone number, uh, please. It's seven seven eight nine nine eight eight three two four. If I'm on the phone, which is what I'm all the time on, just leave a text message with your name and just say I'm interested in this, and then you will definitely get a response back. Oh, can you get, repeat the number again, please? It's seven seven eight nine nine eight eight three two four. Okay. Okay. Thanks. Thank, Thank you, you so much. much. Take care. We're going to take a short commercial break and uh, Anita will then wrap up the show. Uh, b- but there's some more points that you still have with you and we'll yes, talk about those. <laughs> okay. Conditions Spice apply. Radio Radio Room Jim Sim. This is program. Anita Dalakoti is with us. And we've been talking about that when you 
किसी एक जगह पे जमा करते हो चाहे वो आर एर एस पीज हों टी एफ एस ए हों और जब आपको निकालने होते हैं तो वट इज़ द बेस्ट वे ऑफ मनिपुलेटिंग सो दैट यू डू नॉट हैव टू पे टैक्सेज एट द रेट दैट यू सेव्ड well i mean you know the question itself answers it's you know it's got answers that basically what you need to do is when you reach that stage for deaccumulation right you need to sit down and have a look at your portfolio you need to get a financial advisor involved who understands taxation right right accountants file your tax and try to save you money in that particular year that's right but there is no foresight into estate planning and all that sort of stuff Uh, or retirement planning that comes with it. So if you're at the deaccumulation stage, that means you're coming towards retirement or wanting to retire, you know, a good five years before that, you should start consulting and managing. If you own a company also, a good five years before that, because there are certain things in a corporation, if you want to sell your corporation, you know, you've got to make sure that passive income is not too much and you have to prepare the corporation for sale, right? So this is... this is for people who are going to retire you do need if you have a plan to retire in 5 years start looking at your uh, finances your accumulated wealth your potential income in the future and create a plan now so it has to be a minimum of 5 years well a minimum of 3 years i would say because to clean and uh, to clean a corporation and when i say clean a corporation to keep it ready for selling it if you want to sell it that's from mm. the corporate perspective okay. if you don't have a corporation and all you are is an individual then you want to see uh, you know where do i start accumulating more money should i stop contributing to rsp or should i contribute to rsp and then make sure that i start taking money out of rsp also earlier so those are the things like there's no cookie cutter answer no, because no. everyone's situation is going to be different exactly so you know i might advise you okay let's start taking your rsp at the age of 60 theek hai aap abhi bhi kamaro nikal do ya fit contribute na karo or something like that but i might even say okay just wait man till 71 to another person so there's no cookie cutter answer it's based specifically on how much money you've saved how much do you need most people don't know how much they need in retirement ah yes of course right? because they, it's a, it's a, they don't uh, know no and 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 you cannot know really i mean you have a rough idea you can have a rough yeah, idea yeah. you've you've got to see how you know how much you owe yeah basically we are all burdened with mortgages yes. right either it's just one property or two properties and what are the uh, basic expenses and what are the frills <coughs> right basic expenses ke liye you must have like the guaranteed expenses you should have some form of guaranteed income Thank you, Anita. I'd I'd like you to give your telephone number out again, so those who could not write it, please write them down. It's seven seven eight seven seven eight nine nine eight nine nine eight eight three two four eight three two four. And with that, I thank you very much for coming out to the studios. It is my pleasure, always. And uh, we come to the end of our show. बस अभी बातें जो आज आपके नजरों में अटकी, खटकी, और दिल में समाई उन सब को लेके we'll be here tomorrow. Or Kal Dr. Garg will be here, and we'll talk about heart health as well. Fantastic! Stay tuned for the drive home grind with DJ Flight right here on Spice Radio, and your requests with Nutan on Radio Ramchand.